You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey guys, Basic Gordon here. Top of the year. This is actually going to be my first interview of 2023. And you guys know I've been doing some wrestling interviews. And as you guys also know, I definitely grew up watching wrestling. And I kind of let it fade out of my life for a little bit until my last interview that I did with Swerve. So we are back again. But this time I have Ricky Starks with me. So look, we're going to get right into this intro and then we're going to bring in Ricky. All right, Ricky, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Uh, I uh I'm loving this setup here actually. <laughs> Isn't it nice? Yeah. It's I feel I feel so like, you know, not I don't want to say official because I've been official, but Period. I feel I feel a little bit more like um like this is it. This is where we're at. This is at the top of a New York building. And, you know, <laughs> the the break room is fitted with nothing but snacks. <laughs> Fruit snacks, granola bars, all of it. And we even delivered you some water and energy drinks. I know. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to Wired <laughs> Wired Eggs Caffeine. <laughs> let's, let's hope we can all get out. a little coin off of that, you know? I'm trying to help out here. Why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah. And, and those actually work, Joe. I, I, I know. Was, I'm feeling I'm it. A few in my, uh, my locker. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> people like to take all the good stuff around here. Now, first of all, how was your flight? It was easy, actually. Um, I, I didn't take the direct flight here. Okay. I did. Austin to Phoenix and Phoenix here. Very easy, honestly. So you didn't have to worry about anyone fighting at the airport. I saw this one girl tearing up Southwest little lobby area because I guess the computers were down. And yeah. I was like, you see, this is why I fly Alaska. This doesn't happen. I feel like I saw that. I saw a video <laughs> where a lady was like, Southwest, more like Southworth. And I was like, go ahead. You know what? You deserve that. These airlines are getting it this year. I don't care what anyone says. Everyone's sick of it. True, but I'll tell you this. Southwest actually owned up to us. Like, that's our bad, this and we're going to give you a refund. This is true. So, but they should have been fixed their systems to where that didn't even happen. You know, my mom was on a flight back home from Vegas, and she actually sat next to a, a pilot who said, yeah, they've been new that they needed to upgrade their program for years now, and uh, they still didn't do it. So now they have to pay even more money than they did before. I said, nice. That's As they what should. Happens. You, uh, if you slack, guess you got to pay the tax man. Or if you're trying to be cheap, it's like putting cheap gas in a Lexus or like a Benz or something. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to get the unleaded. And then you're frustrated when your car starts making noise. And it's like, well, you knew better. Yeah, exactly. If you would do better if you knew better, you know? Period. So I, me personally, I'll tell you this. My flight home, I was actually supposed to go to Vegas. That's where my my sister, my brother, my mom went. And uh, Southwest canceled me. (laughs) <laughs> like everyone else, they can, like American canceled me on Friday. Uh-huh. Southwest canceled me on Saturday. Crap. So I had I, I spent Christmas, you know, first time I ever missed Christmas. But uh, I told telling my mom there's a rule: if my flight gets delayed more than twice, I'm already just looking for. A new I'm flight. just I, 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 I don't want to do happen. it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't even care. It's like going know. to a restaurant. The food takes an hour. It's like you know what. Yeah, the window's closed. I'm I'm not feeling it. My stomach's not growling. I'm not. I'm good. We're just gonna leave. We're yeah. gonna try this again a little later. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the same way. I will not give it another chance, and I'm good. So one thing I thought was really dope about your story is that you decided that you wanted to start wrestling at about seven. Yeah. How? I mean, obviously, how? But how? Like, what was the moment where you were like, "Yeah, I'm doing that. I don't care what anyone says." So there's not like a a specific moment, but from what I can remember is I was watching The Undertaker do his entrance. I love The Undertaker. 
it, he's my you, i mean based off of what you've already figured out you already know that's my favorite wrestler um but he, yeah I, I remember watching his intro and be like man i am so like this dude is cool and if you look at me and then you look at the Undertaker, he's like man y'all two shouldn't even be in the same type of like, <laughs> like how does this happen yeah so that was when i was like yeah this is what i want to do and I was telling my mom, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a bunch of kids. You're going to watch them. I'm going to go and be a wrestler, this and that. Obviously, I have reorganized that whole type of game plan yeah. as I got older, of course. I mean, maybe the, not the as many. You down a little bit unless you're <laughs> going to be in the cannon and we see how that's going. <laughs> exactly. So from that moment, I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And so I, I stuck to it. I'm a man of my word. And I told my mom, hey, I'm going to be a wrestler. So, like, did she put you in wrestling classes at that young of an age? Or was it more so, you know, you just kept watching until you got the opportunity? I just, I so I only watch wrestling. I don't remember really watching a lot of cartoons or anything like that. And I never did sports. Like, mm. I just, I was, I was out of the house. I was an active kid. I was always out doing something. But I never played sports. Uh, maybe I would have had a better, if I played sports, maybe my attitude would be a little bit better. But, you know. I feel like the attitude probably helps you in the ring these no, days. Oh, now it does, right? <laughs> but if you talk to my mom back when I was younger, she was like, yeah, he need." <laughs> well, that's just like with my mom and my everyone in my family. They were like, you talk too much. You talk too much. Well, look at what I get paid to do exactly. now. <laughs> Helping y'all out for Christmas, ain't it? <laughs> if I decide to buy them anything, y'all. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel that. But no, it's, it's one of those things where I, it's crazy because when you're younger, there's like these traits that people are always trying to change about you, whether it's your attitude or how you're dressing. Maybe like you become like this big fashion designer and everyone yeah. was always confused about your clothes. You have this attitude, which is now a persona for you within the ring. You know, I, I talk too much. Well, you know what I mean? So it's, it's always really dope whenever I'm able to hear about someone like yourself that had a moment where someone was like, oh my goodness, this isn't it. But now it's like, well, actually. Yeah. That, and that's, that is my whole <laughs> MO about my life. Well, actually, let me tell you. Okay. So I think it's funny in that regard because my mom was, she, she never tried to, to shy me away from wrestling, but she definitely did try to say, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe don't gonna say grow every, out of this. Yeah. Maybe you're going to grow out of it, but maybe don't say what's on your mind. Maybe don't yeah. do this. Maybe, you know, so it, it's, it's worked out. I'll say for the better, at least, because I had no choice but to have it work out. Now, I am curious about this. I feel like in wrestling, like I was saying with that persona. I mean, I've only met like two wrestlers now, but <laughs> you both are completely different outside of the ring. Really? Well, it's like when you're in the ring, it's like. Interesting. It's like seeing a certain celebrity on TV and then when you're in front of them, it's like, oh, you're not mean. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, you're not an ass. Like, oh, you're actually like really cool. Like mm. this is really part of your job. So my question to you is how much of that do you really carry around with you on a day to day basis? Or is it more like a switch when you get on the ring? It's, for me, it's definitely a switch. There's mm. some people that, you know, they aren't. It's it's a it's an act. Um, but for me, that's why I was, I, I made that reaction when you said, I said, wow, okay. But you're seeing the nice side of, yeah, of Ricky. Seeing, and then also like, even on TV, we really only see one side True. when it comes to like, at least like wrestlers and things like that. Like right. we're seeing you in your character in that moment the whole time. But here you're, you're being yourself. I yeah. mean, if I'm pretty sure if I threw some water at you, then I would well, get a yeah, whole, you know what I mean? But it's like your normal version of yourself is not always that heightened version of yourself that no, we see on not TV. not at all. Because that, the, the, the person that you see on TV is just me turned up to a certain degree. Um, 
and I think that's just how it's been for me since I was little. Earlier today, I, I had to cut a promo on this lady because she said something about wrestling that I didn't like and never met her. And I just went in on her. So there's this. She said she didn't think this stuff really hurt. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so and this is coming from a person who almost almost had his career in it because he broke his neck. Now, and that's in my notes. We're going to get to that in a second. I know. <laughs> but, but what you see right now, my my personality is me on TV just turned up a little bit because I got a I got energy that's feeding yeah. into me and I can't help but feel I'm a very passionate person, you know, very raw. It's right there. <laughs> right on the shoulder. Yeah, right there. So, okay, since you're talking about breaking necks, can we can we talk, first of all, <laughs> happy checks. that you're still here. <laughs> because, good golly bobsters, not many people, one, make it out of that, and two, make it out without having to get surgery. I know. What the hell happened? Uh, a move And do wrong. you remember what happened also? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I was, I was conscious for it. They thought I was knocked out, but I wasn't. Um, you felt it, that. God it yeah. happened uh, in Jacksonville. Um, a move went wrong, and so I I finished the match. I remember I, I finished the match for sure, and I remember when it happened. I like stood up. I said, "Oh, that's weird," and I like did that and and kind of stretched my neck. I was like, oh, "It's a little tight." Get to the back, and I said, "Oh, dang, something is something not is right. not right. Something is not right." Because I know my body. Yeah. And um, went and got an MRI done, and I went to three different doctors. Two of them didn't find what the third doctor found, which was a fracture, like my. I basically broke my neck and um, man, that was the worst day because I was in that, I was in the room bawling my eyes out because I thought my career was over. Yeah. And coming from a person who I have, I am college educated, like school for physical therapy assistant, things like that. But this was just what I wanted to do. And this is what I've put everything into. Mm -hmm. And so to have that kind of almost taken away from you is not a great like feeling. Like a split second at right. that. But the, the, What's even worse is the fact that I could have this taken away from me by the hands of somebody else. And that and that's the real gotcha moment. By because the hands it's not of like somebody you did it else. to yourself. It's exactly. not like you were walking down the stairs. It's not like you were, you know, jumping over the rope and then landed wrong. Right. Like someone else messed up. Someone else was in control in that moment for me. And that right there is the worst feeling to have. Yeah. Because I, that's it. So, um, Thankfully, I didn't, I, I narrowly avoided surgery. And I think it's due to the fact that I, I do yoga and I stretch and I'm a very limber type person. So I had that on my side. Uh, and so I didn't have to, but I did have to take off from wrestling for about four months. Mm. And so that may not seem like a lot to people, but when I'm at the, like, I'm in it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. am at my peak to have to stop and watch everybody else pass me by. And keep going. Right. Because at that moment, I hadn't even come off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Hadn't even come off the bench to even get started. So it wasn't a great experience for me. And I actually don't even like watch. Uh, people try to show it to me. And it's like, what do you don't ever? I'm like, what? Right. Don't show it to me. I lived it. What are you talking about? I was there. Yeah. So, you know, I I'm glad that I got past it. It was a very like very low point for me because I didn't know no one tells you how to prepare yourself for injuries like you know what I'm saying Ima yeah. imagine that's 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 your only way to make your money that's the only thing that you love and then now you are faced with a situation where hey this could be it dog like you were very close to just being done yeah so I'm glad to have come out of on the other side way better but going through it was not fun and still having to deal with it to this day in terms of 
not even physical, mm-hmm. just more of a, a, like a mental, a, a mental thing, thing. Yeah. Where I still have these moments where I don't know, I, I, I get in there and I think now I'm obviously more gracious for things, but there's times where I'm like, man, could you imagine where I'd be right now? Had that not happened, Mm. but that's not up to me. That's, that's up to the man above to show me something and to keep me on the same path. So what was your first match after your neck was fully healed? Oh, the, so (laughs) I'll never forget. It was in Austin in Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, I, I reside there. I'm not from there, but I've lived there long enough now. Um, and so I had a match against Brian Cage for the FTW championship. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we kicked Brian Cage out of our group, you know, Team Taz. And so these groups are always a cackle, especially when you very, guys start beefing. Very, yeah. <laughs> and you know what it is? I've been in three groups now. It's always never me. It's never me. It's always so wait them. a minute. Wait, wait. We got to get back to this match. But hold on. So the beef is real. <laughs> wait, where'd you where'd you pick that up from? <laughs> where'd you where'd you pick that up from? Well, this look your energy in this moment to where it's like, look, it's them, it's not me. I don't I'm not tag teaming with you. I'm sorry you got hit, go away. <laughs> I mean, essentially look at me, you know, I'm absolute, so I can't help it. It's a it's a thing. People yeah. Because like I guess like on the outside I always Part of me is like, okay, this has to be real. But then the other part is like, did somebody take the script and was like, no, you're going to like go sleep with this person's girlfriend or something. Wow. And you're going to make this up. That's wild. You know, I mean, I was watching wrestling. Back That's day. wild. It actually, it was, it was a whole I, I think what it is, it comes down to uh, who's advancing a little mm. bit quicker, uh, who's got it and who doesn't. <sighs> so if you got it, you've got it. And if you don't just try to work at it, you know, not yeah. everybody fits on the Rasta. Exactly. <laughs> Now back about this uh this match that you had right after Amazing moment. Yes. I in in Austin where they know me cuz I used to do independence there and it was my first match back and I'll never forget uh I was backstage freaking out because I hadn't wrestled in forever mm-hmm. and I didn't know it, I here's the thing about me there's a side of me that is still grounded where he's like, I don't know. I don't know I don't if you know. can still do it like you were doing it, you know, 3 months ago. And then the other side is like the ego side is like, well, just watch. Let's I'm just brand see. new. Let's yeah. go. Let's just let's just see. So I went out there and it was amazing. Won yeah. the title in front of a sold out Austin crowd. And the reaction I got was incredible. Like wow. absolutely incredible. And to have that match and to get through it and then to go home, because I live seven minutes from the venue, I just uh, I, I sat in my room. I was like, damn. I like I got it. You know, I got I I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in yeah. that moment, which was making a comeback and getting through a match. Even though in that moment, before you even went out there, you were like, can I do this? Exactly. And then all of a sudden your body was like, fuck yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. It, <laughs> it, the, a question. You want to talk about a switch from earlier. The <laughs> switch was just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's the type of person I am. I was like, who are you, who are you talking to, dog? Look at you. No, Come on. That higher self came in and was like, get with get it. it. Yeah, get with it. And then immediately music, I said, hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm here on the way out. So, okay. First of all, I was watching some of your interviews, and then I also I found this clip. Oh no! <laughs> you told Chris Jericho that he was walking around looking like an air fryer. <laughs> yeah, it was built. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. I did. <laughs> And who can prove me wrong, all right? He said, now you're looking all lean and mean like a dad. That's the voice. Yeah, she was dressed like a a, a single father. I didn't understand it. 
I didn't understand it. <laughs> Holy crap and rolly. I'm sorry. I had that. That was funny. You had if, if we could pull up a picture of what Chris looked like, I believe, earlier in this year. Uh, and then to now, to me, what I said was a, a big compliment <laughs> because he looked like a, got mad? He, he was built like an air fryer. He was built like somebody's baby mama. It was it was so wild. And he looks great now. Yeah, he looks he look, good. He looks, yeah, he looks lean. Maybe someone else told him he looked like an air fryer and was like, you know what? Working overtime. I'm going to be ready. Working overtime. <laughs> I'm going to be ready. The difference was somebody actually just said it, you know what I'm saying? Publicly. <laughs> I oh. mean, what is that? Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he looks great, y'all. He looks good. He looks great. Good. He is waist trainer fit. He looks good. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can't have the style of Ricky, Let but come on. You know. When I watched, I saw that clip. I was like, oh yeah, I like Chris Jericho. I remember him from back in the day. Oh no. I didn't care about anything else that happened in that clip after you said he was built like an air fryer. I looked at my air fryer and I was like, oh damn. I, right. He was like a box. My ninja sitting up on my counter right now. Just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, sounds about you right. You got it. Definitely working overtime. So, okay. Groups. Are you in one right now? Hell no. Are you going to join one? Because in that clip, he was like, oh, you should join us. And you were like, it was almost like, no, why would I do that? Yeah, why? yes. No, I'm solo dolo. That's where I'm meant to be. Tag teams are cool, uh, but there's only room for one. And that's me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I feel the same way. I'm an only child. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm a baby of a, of three. That's probably worse. Yes, because I got away with everything. No, period. Yeah. I'm sure of it. But I, I mean, I don't that. know how it is to be to be an only child. I mean, there's some benefits to it, I'm sure. A lot of presents. Nope. No. By that reaction, not really. I, it's more of a reaction of, I wouldn't know the difference. Because kind of like you, I'm, I'm really child. So I asked for something. My mom's like, I don't know. I'm going to call your dad. Then he, somebody's going to get me what I want somehow. Because I'm, I'm it's Well, a compliment to you, though, is that even for being an only child, because I've met a lot of only children, mm -hmm. uh, they have real bad attitudes. Oh. Very self-centered. You don't seem very self-centered at all. I think sometimes it depends on the day, but for the most part, I'm not. That's good, at least. I can take that. That's a good batting <laughs> average. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Not to like necessarily bounce around, but sure. you did ask Chris Jericho for a match at tomorrow's wrestling event. Yes, ma'am. Who are we wrestling tomorrow? I'm wrestling Chris Jericho. So it's really going to happen? So the match <laughs> is officially set because it's a new city. Yeah. It's a new AEW, so to speak. A whole revamp of Dynamite show. Um, we're going to open the show, me and Chris Jericho. So yeah, we got it officially announced, me versus Chris Jericho. And I think this is a, a big deal just because, you know, I haven't had these types of matchups. The yeah. last close matchup that I had was against Sting. Mm. And uh, to me, this is a perfect example of showing exactly people what I'm about. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm telling you that I'm absolute, if I'm telling you that I'm good, I'm going to prove to you why I am, you know. And that's what's going to happen tomorrow. And I think it's great. This is our first time in Seattle. Wow. So I love Seattle. You know, you came on a good day. It's not too cold outside today. No, but every time I've come, I've always come either um, at the start of summer mm -hmm. or at the end of spring or, you know, something like that. So uh, to me, those are great times to come just because I can actually do stuff outdoors. 
Now, moving up through the ranks in wrestling, there was a clip where I found. Uh-oh. Uh, where is it at? Uh, what is enhancement talent? <laughs> yeah, for those who didn't see, I was taking a sip and almost did a spit take. Because that's a funny, that's so great that you picked that up. Enhancement talent is essentially somebody who is um, like a sparring partner, mm. you know, in, in boxing. And their job is to mainly um, enhance the person that is being featured. Mm. So case in point, I've, I've been on both sides. I, I've been in that position quite a few. You have to make somebody look good. And, and you know, that was kind of my whole job, so to speak, when I was first starting out and getting my feet wet within wrestling. Now um, I'm actually wrestling these people who are who come in AEW that are enhancing talent. So I, I trust me, I get it. Interesting. Yeah. So okay, to go even further back than that, was it like street team? So I started on the street team in radio, right? You're right. Move my way up nice. from street team, picking up tents, yes, handing out tickets. <laughs> I, I got over it when well, it was like snowing one day and I was like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm getting in the office. This is this, it's not going to work. It's Seattle. Why would I do that? Right. Either way, had to move my way up from street team to work in the office to now being on air. Okay. I seen a clip where somebody ended up slamming you into a table and it said that you were an arena worker. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Like, like, is that the equivalent? I mean, I'm really asking. That's like awesome. equivalent of like street team type things to where it's like you work your way up or I don't know. Basically, yeah. I mean, you could even consider me being an enhancement talent, as you just said. Uh, yeah. So about. I never thought of it that way. That situation happened uh where that was at the laredo energy center and that was the third take of somebody slapping me in my ear with tuna salad by the way um and i think at the time they only put arena worker because you know who cares about the name of the guy getting slammed through uh -huh. the table we're just we're worried about the guy doing the slamming and i'll never forget that was i should have won an uh, uh oscar for that performance i'm telling you i should have won an oscar for it I had these people come to me after the first take and say, hey, maybe that's a little too, you know, gone with the wind. Maybe that's a little too much raising in the sun performance. We don't need that. <laughs> we need a little bit more timid, scared. I said, bet. You know what I did? Gave Messiah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then he slammed me. Right. Afterwards, they bought me a new T-shirt, Calvin Klein. Afterwards, they bought me new shoes because I got them dirty. And afterwards, the guy who slammed me said, hey, thank you for that. Not to mention, four years later, when I went back to Vegas for Thanksgiving, I saw that dude, his name's Ryback, in the gym and was like, hey, man, thank you for that. Let me give you some advice on how to make, because I had a, a tryout coming up for WWE. He was like, let me give you some advice on how to make it there. I was like, wow, thank you so much. <sighs> Mid-set, he said that to me. And I was like, kind of ruined the workout. But I appreciate it, dog. Thank you. <laughs> It's so crazy how like in these industries, the behind the scenes to where it's like, if you don't ever work in entertainment, you wouldn't think of that as being a moment. I was like, enhancement. That's a good And point. he was like, I was like, mm, I got questions because yeah. I feel like I know what this means, but I don't know what this means. But you were close <laughs> to it. Like you were, you were pretty close to it. it it's just a, a, to hear it from this side. I was like, yeah, why, why is it called? <laughs> you know, enhancement talent. What? That's weird. So, yeah. yeah. But I guess I did do it. I, I'm trust me. I that was one of many that you saw, and for some reason that video stays stuck in the YouTube algorithm. Oh no, absolutely! I just typed in your name, and I was like, nine years ago. 
Hey, like, I don't even look like I, I Asian. No, you don't. Know, you actually you know, look younger. Black don't crack. Her. <laughs> Especially when we don't have any kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the youthfulness for me. <laughs> One of my cousins was like, you don't age. Well, you also have three kids, sir. So, you know, I'd be a little stressed out, too. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Uh, so, okay. okay. Who is Ricky outside of wrestling? Oh man, is this a Tinder profile or what? Um, I mean, you could use it for one if you needed to, but <laughs> Tinder's not good. You know, I am I am a person who I'm really big into art, and I mean that in terms of like I like fashion. Really, I like I don't know why I like fashion. I think it's cool. I like to look at it. I like to see these runways. I also like. Um, Art in terms of cinematography. There's a lot of vignettes that I produced, made, and paid for, and directed uh, that I've uploaded and, and had them air on TV. I like doing stuff like that. I like that type of uh, that outlet of creativity. Um, so I really want to get into like I'm gonna start painting soon. That's one thing this year I'm gonna start doing. Is try painting. See how I, that works. Well, you know, people love to have a good paint and sip party out here. So hey, I hear wait, can wrestlers big drink? Are you guys allowed to like? let loose like that outside of the ring or is that just to like- be a wrestler and not drink is an act of sin and you can go to jail um every wrestler i've known <laughs> there's some that don't drink i i know swerve doesn't drink um but there's a few that don't drink which is cool but almost every wrestler you meet they love to party because we're, we're constantly on we, yeah. we travel we fly into a show go to a hotel then we go to sleep then we wake up wrestle then we we leave the venue at like 12 and we're trying to find something to do just hmm. two weeks ago people went to rick's cabaret rick's cabaret and they said ricky you want to go to rick's cabaret i said what do i look like going to rick's cabaret <laughs> no offense to people who work there but i'm saying i hold myself to a different standard okay yeah. take me to tootsies or something <laughs> but i'm not going Monday to minute. rick's <laughs> cabaret y'all on a wednesday night <laughs> All right. Have someone hobbling out like me on my little jacked up ankle. We got people <laughs> on stage sitting cross-legged reading a magazine because it's that dead. Rick's Cabaret. Don't go on a Wednesday. That's what I'm saying. Good to know. But they were very nice. Very nice people. <laughs> um, okay. So I love tequila. I was going to ask you what your favorite was. Tequila and tonic. Tequila and tonic. I always get that reaction. Yeah. You know why? I don't ever get hangovers from it. Huh. I never get hangovers from tequila. I love um, I love Blanco, but Añejo is one of my favorites. I'm a big tequila snob as well. Okay. Yeah. I recently did some, um, I was watching a video about tequila and how sometimes it's like really vodka. Yes. And how they're because like. Because of how it's burned. Because yeah, they're, they're agave. Like, they're rushing it and it's like only, apparently it's supposed to take like 10 years and they're trying to do stuff in like a year and they're just slapping Man, labels and you got to like look for all these little specifications wow, and good. I'm like. Y'all just, yeah, like, you're good. <sighs> now I don't look at tequila the same. And I understand what my aunt meant when she came back from Mexico one day and she was like, this is real tequila. Yes. And I was like, well, what is this? That's stuff that you, <laughs> so when you take the shot of it, it's that. not, no, no. But you, you know the difference. There's a lot of like popular brands that are not good tequila, but <laughs> because of the way it's been like, you know, um, Put on the shelf, so to speak, here in the States, people are like, oh, this is a 1942, let's go. Don Julio, I was like, okay, all right. Hit the bell, bing, clase azul. I was like, y'all spend your money on something better, like a book about real tequila. 
or download the app. Like there's an app that tells you what's good. I mean, I, I just went on YouTube. <laughs> right. Watch the 20 minute video. The fact that you're talking to me about it and you even said it like, hey, it used to be vodka. I said, wow, no one else knows Google. that. Little Google, little Google. So, okay. Six randoms with Besa. Let's do it. One, are you ready for your match tomorrow? Yes. Who, who are you most excited to smack tomorrow? And I say that because when I was at Defy, I saw someone, I felt like someone slapped somebody with their foot the way. So we're talking about, I was like, did you just slap him in the face with your foot? (laughs) We're talking about who I'm looking forward to slapping during the show, right? Yes. Not after the show. Yes. Because we can talk about that part when I stop rolling. For sure. Uh, Definitely Chris Jericho, obviously. Um, Chris Jericho and anybody else who want it. Mm. Okay, that's including his little friend, uh, Daniel Garcia. That's including his other little friend, Sammy Guevara. That's including his bigger friend, Jake Hager. Um, there's two little French boys that were with him, too. I don't know. And who's know. the one that ran up on you a couple days ago? That's Jake Hager. Yeah, he yeah. definitely needs to be Yeah, He, he got one. He that got one in the chamber, for sure. As he, he should actually have two, but I digress. Touche. <laughs> Um, one food that you love, but you know you should not be touching. Ah, well, look at me. Um, I feel Which like is why you know you probably shouldn't be touching the food. I mean, I still do it. <laughs> it's pizza, probably. I love, I love pizza, okay. and people always get on me because of the way I pronounce it, which I don't care. Um, pizza, and it tastes the same. Yeah, exactly, and I can make it work in my diet. Basically, I shouldn't be eating it, but. I will. I could live on some red baron pizza for the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I wish that you guys could have seen. <laughs> to me, I didn't understand the, the reaction to it. Red baron is great. Say it. Don't be speechless. No. <laughs> because I feel like I know why y'all have that reaction about red baron pizza. Okay. If, you're let, talking about the frozen pizza. Yes, the, ma'am. Yes. And that's that's why that's why yes, it's like that. Here's a trick. Fix spray, it. Tell me how to fix spray it. Spray the crust with avocado oil because they have a higher heat than your regular like, other oils, right? Uh-huh. Put it in the oven. I promise you, it's like the crust it, it way better. I went to culinary for two years. I'm using something of that <laughs> to my benefit. Okay. Frozen okay. foods. Now, if you had to pick your favorite match that you've had thus far, what would it be? Oh wow. That's a good question. My favorite match mm-hmm. in my entire career. Um, you know, I my favorite match would be my first favorite match would be against Cody Rhodes. And that was the match where I actually made my debut on Dynamite. And that was actually the match that helped me get uh, a contract nice. with AEW. Um, and also, too, that's one of my good friends. So that that sticks out. In my head, like one of my favorite, favorite matches. The other being another Seattle hometown hero, Darby Allen. Mm. So I had a match against him as well. So that'd be the second. Speaking of Seattle, outside of Seattle, what is one city that you can't wait to wrestle in? That I haven't wrestled yes. in, huh? <laughs> because Seattle me. already has to be on the list. I mean, this you is happening me. tomorrow. Yeah, this is, this is a done deal. <laughs> the thing. You got me. You have stumped me because they're... Any place that I liked, I've already wrestled there. Really? Yeah. So, okay, where would you say you're excited to go back to? New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, I'm, that's where I'm from. See, I want to go to New Orleans so bad. My dad's from Louisiana. And what I'm part? Like, 
I thought it was called Washita. I asked my dad how to spell it. He was like, you tried to spell it with a W. It's spelled with an O. Somebody told me to just tell people that he's from Monroe. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> and I, they were like, man, just say Monroe. And I'm like, oh, okay. Gotcha. And every single time I do that, everyone was like, oh, I get I know it. where Monroe is, yeah. <laughs> you see? Yeah. You see? It's easy. So that's where he's from. Teeny tiny town. Um, but yeah, no, I want to go one day. Maybe. But yeah. Um, okay. Who would you take a shot of tequila with that you work with? Oh, that's hard because I don't like half of y'all. I'm about to say, you probably don't like none um, of them. <laughs> <laughs> the person I would take, it, is that inferring that I haven't taken a shot of tequila with them? Yes. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Okay. That I haven't taken a shot with. Probably Sting. Sting? Yeah. Okay. But Sting don't drink, so uh-huh. that won't ever happen. Wishful thinking? Yeah. Um. Last question. One misconception of wrestling, specifically being a pro wrestler. I, well, I mean, it's the obvious one. It, it, nothing is real. Yeah. Nothing hurts. I think that's one of the worst misconceptions it is um, just for the fact that we I don't think wrestlers will it will get their credit at all. There's a lot that goes into a wrestling match. I'm talking about improv. I'm talking about keeping your cardio up, athletic ability, um, just just having to your mind. I would love to be hooked up to one of the machines on my brain so we can see what's firing off during a match because the, when you really think about what a wrestler does, yeah. it's insane. I'm talking about being one inch off from having your whole career be over, right? That is, but I can't expect a person who's just watching to understand that. They just see it as, as just- To like, heck you can't. Let me tell you something. I heard somebody hit those rings over at Washington Hall and I was like, oof. Then I don't remember what the kid's name was, but he was wrestling and I could tell it they did something to his arm and they, it was just getting stepped on and pulled on. And I was like, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, he's trying, that really hurt. I was like, oh, stop. So basically what I'm saying is masochist. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> and then after the match, I see him. He's all. Yeah. I was like, damn, if anybody ever said this wasn't real, like, yeah, there might be some parts of it. Sure, absolutely. But the injuries are, are not fake. Falling down on a match is as real as it can get. And I, you're seeing it mat. live. Yeah. Imagine that. You're jumping up 15 feet in the air and you're coming down on your knees, elbows, wrists. Like, that's going to take an effect on you. My manifestation is real good. I'm not going to manifest that one. Really? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm big not, into mm-mm, it. Mm-mm. I'm just going to watch. I like that. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. You could be a manager. I could see that. Ugh. But MC. I could do that. A hype girl. I could do that because I definitely get hype up there. <laughs> Swing a bat or something. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. So you have your match tomorrow. Yep. Outside of wrestling, what do you do? Do you have anything like going on? Any charity things? Any businesses that you want people to know about or remind people to get into? Uh, I don't. So I, I don't have that just yet. Um, I, I do work with uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry also works with the uh, Special Olympics. That's really big in Austin. Nice. So that's one of the bigger things the, that I, I'm somewhat quasi connected to. But I mean, for me personally, no, I don't have anything just yet, but it's a new year and I'm trying to get everything in order in terms of uh, wanting to start like a, a toy drive uh, locally for Austin. But I want to go over to New Orleans and start mm. doing more for that community as well, just because of one, I'm from there. And two, there's I feel like New Orleans gets overlooked a lot yeah. when it comes to just different things, charity events, toy drives, things like that. And I take it on my shoulders as a person, as a New Orleans 504 boy. I take it on my shoulders to be the person to 
bring it all back. Yeah, because everyone just really goes for Bourbon Street, and it's like there's there's actually life that happens yeah. down there. I'm like, talking there's about real people. The energy there is unlike any other place that you've ever been. Yeah, I love it. I I love New Orleans with all my heart. What's the best time of year to visit? October. October. Well, I guess I'll have and to get my tickets that's now. That's for weather. That's for events that you want to go to. All of it. October is the best time to go. All right. Well, shoot. I'll get me a ticket for October. In the hey, meantime, Southwest got some cheap tickets right now. No. <laughs> I will fly Alaska. Oh, okay. If they go. <laughs> if they go. Nope. Uh, but with that being said, tomorrow you have your match, so I'm going to be able to see you do your thing. Let's go. And I cannot wait to be screaming and loud. I mean, I'm a little injured, but guess what? I'm going to make life happen. Um, otherwise, I want to thank you for sitting down with this me. This was great. This was awesome. I'm excited for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm excited to see y'all come out and experience it live and, you know, experience experience me. Wrestling. I'm here for it. Just just please do me the favor. If, if we're in the front row. Uh-huh. I was seeing some stuff at Defy that gave me anxieties. What? Somebody came <laughs> flying out the oh, ring. Oh, yes. And then it was like little ants scattering in the crowd. And I was like. They're giving you your money's worth. <laughs> That's what that is. You know, you got to be a part of it. JC, you got to make sure I get out the way. <laughs> Go to a, a rock concert, mosh pit. It's the same thing. You know? Oh, my God. Same well, thing. shoot. I'll, I'm just going to make sure I stretch a little bit so that way. <laughs> I'm telling you, he came flying over and just landed on people. And I was like, <gasps> but you know what? It's a story for the next day. I might be here for it. Yeah. You gotta have, you'll have something. <laughs> I'm, Thursday comes, you'll have something ready. All right. Well, shoot. I'm going to see you tomorrow. I want to thank you once again. And hopefully you find some while you're here in Seattle. <laughs> I will. <laughs> thank you. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.